Entrepreneur on Fire 477. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Want to manage your incoming calls without hiring that secretary? Go to evoice.com and get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Having experience these days is priceless. More than 260,000 design projects have passed through the doors at 99designs. Now that's expertise. Visit 99designs.com slash FIRE and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Kim Nickel. Kim, are you prepared to ignite? Yeah, I have been simmering all year long and I'm feeling sparky and ready to ignite. Sparky, I love it. (laughs) Kim is a meditation and yoga teacher and a former attorney. She's presented at law schools and Fortune 500 companies and taught lawyers, bankers, and startup founders how and why to meditate. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Kim, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, so I teach meditation, mindfulness, and yoga, just as you said, and you know the, the path to coming here has been a very um, indirect one. Uh, you know, it, it always is never the straight line you think, and having gone through law school and worked in corporate, and now really getting to share with people in those environments the value and just the practical approach to how meditation and mindfulness can make your life more amazing. Um, There are so many different stories that have been in the mainstream media about people who are meditating. And these are no longer kind of like that hippie version, you know, sitting out away from the world, but really people who are in the world, who are in business, who are innovators and thought leaders. And the way that they're starting to use this stuff is really exciting to me. So um, what I do is I help people meditate who would not normally think that that's something that they would want. Like I've been communicating a lot with people in the startup world, in corporate, a lot of attorneys, kind of the non-traditional groups of people. And that's what's been a really exciting uh, you know, combination of my background and getting to be of service in a really unique way. Well, we're going to dive way into all this stuff because it's <laughs> really inspiring to me that the entrepreneurial slash startup world is really embracing this. I'm seeing this on so many levels. But before we do, Kim, share with us a little personal stuff about you. I was always a sort of a high achiever oriented person. Um, and following the steps to success in a really traditional way was something that made sense for me for a long time until I had kind of a wake-up call and I realized the success that I had achieved going to law school, working for a big legal publishing company, uh, you know, becoming a director and having you know, this, this multi-million dollar portfolio of content that I was responsible for. Suddenly, all of those things I realized were not actually my personal, like they didn't really line up with my personal values for what I wanted for myself. 
And that was a hard thing to realize because when you spend decades of your life on a path you think is going to bring you to where you want to go and you get there and you realize, you know what? I think I'm in the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs) One of my past guests says, I put the ladder up against the wall and climbed the wall. And then I realized (laughs) I leaned the ladder against the wrong wall. Yeah, I get that. And so this idea of realizing that success needed to come from within, it needed to be something that I defined for myself. Um, And that became a big part of relationship to income and to my work life into this entrepreneurial phase of wanting to follow and chart my own course. Well, Kim, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. We really want you to turn that simmering flame into just a supernova. So (laughs) take it away. So my quote is this, the world always needs more love songs. And this is something that I came to when I was going through a lot of self-doubt. And I thought, you know, do we really need another meditation teacher? Do we really need another yoga teacher? You know, is there really room for me in this world to do something that seems meaningful? But do we really need another attorney? (laughs) I know. Do we really need another attorney? And it occurred to me, you know what? We have, as, as as a human race, we have been telling love songs and love stories since the beginning of time. Oh, yeah. And, and we always need more. We always need more. And so this sense that there's always room for you to tell your story and to share what you see and experience of the world. We never will get to the place where we say, you know what? We've had thousands of years of long, love, love songs. We're done. Like, we're good. <laughs> we, no we don't need any more. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I, and I think, and I'm hoping like a lot of your, um, your audience can relate to this, but you get this idea, right? This is the spark of an entrepreneur that makes you say, oh my gosh, this would be amazing. I see an opportunity. I see a connection. I see some, something that is drawing me towards this uncertain possibility. And then you Google it. And you realize that, oh my gosh, there's like 10,000 people doing the same thing. (laughs) And then you spiral into the pit of despair and you're like, oh, I thought it was a great idea, but everybody else is doing it and they've been doing it longer and they're doing it better. And it's like, you know what? None of that matters. It's okay. Because because it is a great idea, of course there are other people in there. Because it's a love song, of course people are singing about it. But you know what? We want to hear what you have to say. We want to hear what you have to add. So the fact that there is, um, you know, what we might say is competition or there are people already in that space, that does not prohibit you from going forward, from putting your approach, your spin, your voice. So whenever I start to feel really either self-doubty or I start to feel like there's not room for me because other people do it better, I say, you know what? There's always room for more love songs. I need to just commit to finding the best way to offer what I have to offer to the people who need it because everybody responds to it in a, in a different a different way. There are always more room for love songs. I love that message, Kim. <laughs> and one way that I like to spin when I get those emails from people that say, John, I had this great idea and I Googled it and everybody's doing this already. What do I do now? I say, hey guys, 
that's proof of concept. That means that people are out there being successful in that niche. So now go out there with your own personality, with your own spin on things and do it. I wasn't the first person, Kim, to interview entrepreneurs. I did it my own way. I developed my own format, my own flow, my own personality, my own unique selling proposition, and I went forward with it. And Fire Nation, every single one of you can do that because you're all unique and you all have your own different personalities to make a major part of your brand and your passion. Yes. And the wonderful thing about that too is that it it creates community. Like there are this one, there's this wonderful community of people. And for me, there are so many people that are combining mindfulness with lawyers, mindfulness with startups, mindfulness with all these different, different communities. But what's great is that you, you don't have to feel alone. There are other people to learn from. There are other people to share with. We're all figuring this out as we go. So you become a part of this broader community rather than seeing it as either competition or no room. Like you said, they do want your voice, your personality. There's always room for that. I love that message, Kim. And here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we are all about the journey. And Kim, you're our spotlighted guest today. So we want to talk about your journey. And you've already shared an amazing journey of what you've had as an aerial overview. Now I want to drill down into specific stories because that's how we really connect with people. That's how we really close that gap of communication. So Kim, Share with us a time that you failed, that you just fell flat on your face and you had to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, and somehow find a way to move forward. Tell us that story, Kim. Actually, take us down there with you to that day and share with us those lessons you learned. Yeah, so there are two that I would love to share with your um, with with you and cool. and one of them happened before I left my um, my 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 corporate life. And I knew that I needed to leave. I knew I needed a change. And I had been doing a traditional approach of interviewing with different companies, trying to you know, find another job that would help support uh, the, the direction I wanted to go in. And I had this, like for six or eight weeks, rounds of interviews with this company that seemed like a great fit. And everything seemed to be pointing in the direction of they were going to make me a great offer. It was going to be my golden ticket out of the situation I was in. And I was so ready. I was so ready for a change. And this seemed like the perfect next step. And after so many weeks of interviews and of conversations and talking with HR about, you know, compensation expectations and when could I start and I got the email that said, thank you so much for sharing some time with us. We cannot proceed with your candidacy. And, you know, thanks so much. Goodbye. And I felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me because I was so ready for this to happen. And it seemed like they liked me. And all of a sudden I felt without options and and utterly rejected. And I felt like a failure because we had gone through this and, and suddenly they were saying no. And I didn't know why. And I sat for a long time and I thought, how committed am I to making a change in my life? Am I willing to follow my gut that's telling me it's time to go and try something new, even if I don't have this cushy landing? Am I willing to step into the unknown and really find out 
what I'm made of and what the world might hold for me. And that was the question that came back with a big yes. It was the sense of like, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen next, but I know I have to leave and I know I have to put myself out there and take this risk. And it was just after that point that I ended up giving my notice and really committing to this new path, even without having a certain outcome. So Kim, before we move into your second story, I would really just love for you to share your biggest takeaway from that point. I mean, I love that following your gut, following your intuition and really being authentic with what's resonating with you. If you could just share with Fire Nation, what would that takeaway be? The takeaway is to be really honest with what is happening right now. Got it. Be really honest with what is in your life. And that includes relationships. That includes your financial reality. That includes responsibility to yourself, to others. I was in a place where I had no, um, you know, I, I, I live in San Francisco. And like a lot of people here, you know, because it's expensive, I have a roommate, right? Which is great because it helps reduce the financial load that I have to meet every month. Like there were just a number of things like that that were in place. And so when I was evaluating my options, I said it will be scary to leave a full-time salary. I have some money saved. I have some possible directions. But, you know, like not not putting the blinders on, not not rosy-colored glasses, not like I'll just, you know, imagine – and imagine that things will work out, but really being clear, like here are all the things that are really going on right now. And given that, am I willing to trust and kind of let go of the need to control everything? And that was what let me go forward because I said, okay, I've got this stuff in place. This is the current reality, but now let's move forward, acknowledging that without needing to control and know everything else. Powerful. Kim, it makes a ton of sense. And let's hear the second story. So the second story happened, you know, almost six months later when I had my first real speaking opportunity to a group of attorneys and bankers. And it was this um, networking group and they wanted to know more about meditation. And I was so excited to share my message and I was so excited to get them meditating, you know, on the 26th floor of this conference room in this building in the downtown financial district of San Francisco. Like, this is where I teach meditation. I don't teach in the studio. I don't teach on retreat. I teach in boardrooms. I teach in offices. And so we get there, and I led them through this great experience, and I was excited, and they were excited. And at the end, it was this feeling of, like, I I wasn't prepared to offer them more information. I didn't have a program. I didn't have a product. So at the end, it was like, and great. Thanks a lot. Um, I guess I'll see you later. Look me up in the <laughs> phone book. <laughs> I know. And I just, I felt like I had totally blown this chance to develop relationships. I had blown this chance to like be of service in a bigger way because I hadn't really thought about like what would they need after. Um, and it was so, you know, I, I, had, I had gotten, you know, I, I had gotten their emails, you know, do you want to stay in touch, you know, sign this piece of paper with your email. <laughs> and it took me like two months before I even sent them a note saying, hey, thanks so much for coming because I was so scared. I was so shy. I didn't know what to do. I felt so lost. So, Kim, what's your takeaway there? I mean, for Fire Nation who's listening and they're yep. entrepreneurs in so many different niches, 
what would your takeaway, your lesson learned from that situation be? So one lesson learned is you're going to make mistakes and that's okay. You don't need to be you don't need to be perfect, right? It's okay to make mistakes. But the other thing that really I learned was it's really not about me. It's really not about me. It's really about what is it that I can provide or offer to them that will help make their lives better. So, you know, wherever you go, have a way of offering something really useful. And if you don't know what that is, you can always say that. Say, I don't know what is the most useful thing for me to offer you, but help me understand so that I can make this really good for you. So Kim, let's go to the other end of the spectrum now because you are being so open and so generous with your struggles, with your setbacks, with your failures. Let's talk about an aha moment now. Let's talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Tell us that story, Kim, and more importantly, the steps that you took after that moment to turn it into success. So this relates in a sense because one of the things I've really struggled with in terms of being an entrepreneur and in terms of uh, coming from this place of meditation, yoga, and this more spiritual quality of what I do is how do I, how do I charge, like the idea of charging money for inner peace and serenity was something that was so hard for me. Uh, Come on, Kim, a girl's got to eat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But there was this real struggle of, right. you know, like how, like this is something that's so good and so valuable and so important. Like how do, how do you, it just felt weird. Like I didn't want to feel like one of those kind of like scammy uh, guru types that, you know, we, we, we hear totally. about and see about. So, so dealing with this inner struggle and, and one of the huge aha moments I had, I met um, a, a CEO co-founder guy who was really struggling with burnout issues. He was, you know, the kind of guy who was starting something new, going at 120 miles per hour, and he was burning out, and he knew he needed to change. So he and I met, we spent three hours together talking, meditating, and helping to, to explain and understand how to bring this to his life, to his real life in a way that would work for him. And at some point, I stopped and I said, you know, I need to ask you, you're a really busy guy. <laughs> You've got a ton of stuff going on. And I need to understand why are we here? Why did you take three hours out of your schedule to spend time with me? And he looks at me and he says, because you're worth it, because you're calm, because you know things about meditation that I don't understand, that I need to know, and I don't have time to figure this out on my own. I need this, and you can help me get that. And it was like this light bulb went off. And I thought, oh, this is what I do. Like, this is why this is useful. This is why the entrepreneurial part makes sense, because someone needs to step into this role and make meditation make sense for people like this guy and I am perfectly poised to do that. And so suddenly the, the anxiety around connecting a dollar value to what I do, that started to soften and melt away. And I realized, you know, the teachings and the love and the heart and the inspiration, that's stuff that I give for free. I mean, you can meet me anywhere and I will freely give of that. But my time, 
my energy, my skill. That's really what I'm charging for. See, Kim, this is such valuable insights for Fire Nation who's listening right now because whether we know it or not, just as human beings, we have these subconscious struggles with money and with tying a dollar amount to services and all of these things that we really just need to work through. And there's some great books out there like Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker that really dive deep into this topic, which is really fascinating that we do go through these very subconscious struggles on a daily basis, especially when we start turning that corner and we're having success as entrepreneurs. We really want to justify that somehow. So these are some great issues you're bringing up. And it's a lot of value for Fire Nation going forward in their businesses. Sum it up for us. One takeaway in one sentence, if you could just share with Fire Nation with what you would want them to walk away with. To remember that you are alive right now. If you're listening to this, that means that you are alive. And that will not always be true. So given the fact that you are alive, decide for yourself, what do you want to do with this life that you have? And then just go do it and enjoy it because this is, I mean, it's really magical. It's really a beautiful thing. So drop the anxiety, drop the fear, and just move from that place of being fully alive. So Kim... That was powerful. (laughs) That was great stuff. I have shivers right now and I want to take those shivers and move them into present times, into today. Because we've been talking thus far about your journey and I really want to bring things to present times because you just have a lot of exciting things going on. But share with Fire Nation just one thing that really has you fired up today. I'm really excited by how many tools there are for me to use to share the stuff that I'm sharing. It's like you wake up in the morning and imagine the world says, look, we we created the internet for you. We created all these self-publishing tools for you. We created all of these resources and communities for you. Whatever you want to do, there's a way to learn how to do it and get help along the way. It's it, it just blows my mind how many resources and how much support there is for creating content, for sharing content, for connecting with community. Well, Kim, we're going to take a minute here and thank our sponsors. It's easy to see the benefits of having several graphic designers work on your design project versus just one. For example, let's say you go online in search of a single designer and you hire someone from a freelance website. This takes you about a week since you had to write the post ad, comb through submissions, and then select your guy or girl. Next, you go back and forth with them a couple times about your vision, what exactly you're looking for, if you know, in that design, and all that good stuff. Then, about a week later, if they aren't too busy, the designer comes back to you with a couple options. Trouble is, well, over two weeks have gone by and you don't like either of the designs. What if you could start your next design project today, have dozens of designs to choose from in just seven days? You can. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Do you find yourself having to handle a lot of customer service calls? How about fielding requests over the phone for interviews or speaking engagements? One-off calls may not take a long time, but when there's a constant stream of them, it could eat into precious time that you could be spending on creating something for your business. If this is the case for you, then it sounds like you could use eVoice. 
eVoice is great for small business owners and entrepreneurs who want a phone system that can help them field calls efficiently and make them look professional all at the same time. You can even use their call routing tools to set up a dial-by-name directory, making it easy for your caller and your team to know who should be connected to who. If you're ready to step up your game in 2014 and become more efficient with your business processes, then go to evoice.com, enter FIRE at checkout for $5 off every month forever. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Well, Kim, this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning round, because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing (laughs) and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? It sounds awesome. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? There were two things. The first thing was thinking that I had to have the perfect plan and know how it was going to go before I could start. And then the second thing that was holding me back is I was afraid of what my parents would say. (laughs) (laughs) I was so scared. (laughs) I'm glad that you verbalized it because so many entrepreneurs deal with that fear, including myself. Um, John, what's a podcast and what are you doing with your life exactly? I know. And you went to law school to do what? Yep. Been there, Kim. Been to law school. So very similar. Oh, that's awesome. So Kim, what is the best advice you've ever received? My best advice was this. Don't position yourself as a yoga teacher because no one really cares about yoga. They really just care about what it can do for them. So focus on telling people what meditation and yoga does and then let those things be the tools. Meditation is not the point. It's just the vehicle or the tool that you use to get there. Don't focus on the features. Focus on the benefits. I know. It's still true, even with yoga, right? (laughs) (laughs) Kim, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? Yeah, and this is not going to be a surprise, but meditation. It's like washing the muck, the junk. It's like washing the, 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 the residue off my mind, off my inner self. It helps me get clean, and it helps me get energized. It helps me get great new ideas. Meditation is the personal habit that has really been supportive of my success. Love that. And you already previously alluded to the fact that you love some of the resources available this day and age. Share with us one internet resource, like a Nevernote, that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners. So my favorite tool right now that I'm using online is Lyft, Lyft lyft.do. And it's this really cool um, app on web and on iPhone. And it helps you to create habits and there's this community of people around all these different habits and all these different, um, you know, things that we want to do to help support the life that we're moving into. And it's a really fun way to track progress. It's a great way to share success. It's a great way to get support with other people who are also trying to develop really healthy habits. Well, Fire Nation, we have the CEO of Lyft coming on to Entrepreneur on Fire. Oh, Just next (laughs) month. So keep your ears out for that because it is an amazing app. And if you want to find the links to this resource and everything else that we're chatting about here in today's episode, go to eofire.com slash Kim Nickel. Kim, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? 
The Art of Possibility by Benjamin and Rosamond Zander. It is a wonderful, beautiful, inspiring book that continues to resonate and help me out whenever I get you know, feeling stuck or overwhelmed. Well, Fire Nation loves audio, Cam. And if they haven't already, they can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Kim, this next question is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? So I love this question because it feels so free. You feel like you get a really clean start. And what I would do in the next seven days, I would create a really simple website, just like a landing page. I'd create a Facebook page. I would teach and release content every day. And then I'd go for really long walks because that's one of the things that grounds me and helps me get fresh new ideas. I'd find a place to host a class, a physical place. And then I would go to all these different meetups, have conversations, have, have all of these new ways of meeting people in the flesh in San Francisco and asking them and hearing and listening to them about what is going on with them and invite them to come join to the meditation class and then invite them to connect with stuff that I'm doing online and then I'd hold a workshop and then I'd do it again and then I'd do it again and it would be, it would be so much fun. <laughs> Kim, wow, that would be fun and I think that a lot of people in Fire Nation are kind of nodding their heads right now being like, yep, I can see myself doing something just like that if I had all of my food and shelter taken care of and I just had a clean slate, which guys, if you want a clean slate, just take out that eraser and clean that slate. Yes, you can do it in a single breath, like every breath, just clean the slate. <laughs> oh, love that phrase. And Kim, wow, have I enjoyed hearing your journey, the ups, the downs, the aha moments. Truly, truly inspiring. And let's end on that inspiring note by giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. So my parting piece of guidance is to remember that you have everything you need in this moment to take the next step. The best way to find me is on my website, kimnickel.com, and I'm just grateful that you're here helping to share and inspire so much with others and excited to see what happens next. Wow, Kim. Well, listen, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com. They can just click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Kim in our wonderful search bar and her show notes page, Fire Nation, will pop right up. And Kim, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks. Fire Nation, are you ready to find out if Podcasters Paradise is right for you? 
Well, if you're looking for a lively community of over 350 podcasters, then I think you're going to love Paradise. We have over 100 video tutorials in our ever-evolving library of how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, and we're adding more all the time. Plus, our forum is bustling with great advice from top-notch engagement. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot at our free podcast workshop today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.